Welcome to the Constellations. <laughs> Stop. I ain't ready yet. Is this thing on, whore? <laughs> Welcome back to the Constellations. Yeah, me, her. Anyways, what's up, y'all? It's Andrea Broadway back with you with the Constellations. And this is episode two. We're already on a roll. But let's just hop right on in. So first on the docket, SZA. SZA scores her first number one with Kill Bill after having to deal with Christmas song charting and Miley Cyrus, because Miley Cyrus released Flowers and stuff like that. And that kind of blocked her. And Flowers was up there for a while. That even got to the point to it was up there for so long. People thought that Miley was scheming. Like Miley was up here doing payola or whatever the case. But like... Like, hmm, I don't think Miley the type to do it. But then again, there was that one list that came out that said that Dua Lipa has payola. Uh, some other folks have payola. But is payola bad? It's illegal, but is payola bad if it's if the music is good? Stuff <laughs> for the girls. But anyways, and then Morgan Wallen, his racist self, he was number one for a while. And he's number one again, but he was number one for a while. But she finally knocked him off. SZA finally knocked him off. And, yeah, she had to release a sped-up version, an acoustic version, an acapella version, an instrumental version, and a remix with Doja Cat. And that Do- Doja Cat verse is pretty good to me. Um, Doja Cat was not credited on the song when it did go number one, though. Usually that happens, but it didn't happen this time. So it's a solo number one. So congratulations, SZA. You know, do, do your big one. Do your big one, big Solana. Do your big one, big Lana. Because her album is number one. She Her single is number one. I mean, most of the singles from the album have been top ten. And this news has just been sent to radio. Y'all, I am a SZA fan, like, wholeheartedly. What are your top three favorite from SOS? Me, personally, it would have to be Snooze, um, I want to say Low, and Far. But that's interchangeable between Too Late and Too Late is somewhere up there. So we're going to say top four for me. I'm indecisive. Don't, don't, don't at me. But speaking of Doja Cat, Doja pops out with blonde curled cut at the Time 100 gala event and performs. You know, she performed Woman Up There and Steve Lacey um, presented her. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can fetch that video, by the way. Yeah. There are those who make art and there are those who are art, who exude it in everything they do. Their music their performance, their fashion, even their internet trolling. Um, I loved the eyelash mustache, personally. Um, We're lucky enough to have one of those living art pieces here with us tonight. So everybody, please, get on your feet, because here, performing woman, is Time 100 pioneer Doja Cat. He sounds so monotone and bored sometimes. Maybe it's the nonchalantness. You know, niggas be having nonchalantness, like, naturally, so maybe it's that. But anyways, yeah, you know, are we cited for the new Doja era? Because she has gone bald, and, like, that has that's very fashionable. She looks good with the bald look. I mean, hey, I support all hair types and stuff. like. Not support all hair types, but I support all hair links, okay? Let, let the black girl black girl, okay? Let the girl do her thing. But I was about to say, yeah. People are worried because, like, you know, I think it's very, like, texturist or, like, it's low-key racist that they keep editing, like, wigs on top, onto Doja. The wigs be bad, by the way, and stuff like that. And, like, people want the long hair back and stuff. I mean, I wouldn't mind a good bust down, but she's not she's not afraid to put the bust down back on. Because, like, there has been peak pictures, like, released where she did, like, a Skechers commercial, I believe. I don't know if it was Skechers or not. It was pretty cunt. But, like, she had hair in those and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, it's not that she's against hair, but her hair is bald and we just have to deal with her being human it's called humanity and we can't strip away people of their humanity but anyways 
moving on. Um, she played like one second of each song on live for her new album. And I really hope, okay, who do you want on Doja Cat's album? Personally, I want Megan Thee Stallion on the album because they they have yet to have a solo collab. Like, not the solo collab, but a collab was just two of them. You know what I mean? It was that one time with French Montana, but Megan got um, moved. Like, Megan didn't. Megan was supposed to be on it, but she wasn't. So they put Saweetie on it. That's crazy. I think there's, like, a leak out there somewhere. And then, um, what else? Yeah, and then they had the song with Ariana, and that was that that would that did pretty well. Um, thirty five plus thirty four plus thirty five, and Doja and Megan was on that too. They ate that too. But anyways, and I love me some Ariana. Don't don't even get me started. But anyways, next on the dock is speaking of <laughs> not speaking of white people, but speaking of uh car casualties. Jack Harlow new music sucks. <laughs> Moving on, um, obsessive Chloe Stan. So here's the story. One fan bought a meet and greet because I believe somebody maybe catfished her. Um, the fan as Chloe, the fan, uh, yeah, they catfished the fan as Chloe and had a romantic relationship with the catfish. And the fan, and then there was one fan that jumped the barricade at Chloe concert to give her like a hard drive or like a small box or something. And I don't know, just I'm gonna talk about it overall, but to get one out the way. I believe this is why I say that I feel like that she was catfish because y'all remember that one time. If you know, you know that one time. Tommy had that dude show up to her house and like unwarranted and stuff. And he's like, it's me, baby. Actually, let me go find that. How do you know where it's I live? Baby, it's me. <laughs> what are you talking? Bro. <laughs> Nobody sent me here. How do you know where it's I live? Baby, it's me. Yeah, so that was the whole thing with that. So I believe that was the same thing that low-key happened to Chloe instead, you know, at a meet and greet and where it's expected. But the girl was expecting Chloe to, like, act like she knew her or just know her, but Chloe didn't know her. I mean, Chloe never seen this girl a day in her life. And that can be scary because imagine if the girl went haywire and, like, you know, hurt Chloe. Or imagine if that fan that jumped the barricade hurt Chloe. Chloe needs better, like, security. Like, artists in general need better security at, like, these um, concerts and stuff like that. Because Chloe is currently on tour for the In Pieces tour. She needs better, better security. And word on the street from a little birdie, somebody that I know that went to the tour, they told me that the security was kind of uh-uh-uh, iffy. You know what I mean? Because... A little inside yeah the person that told that went they told me that like there was like two guys they um walked right on in nobody stopped them they didn't have no tickets they i'm pretty sure they had no interest in chloe and like they came in trying to sell stuff to the fans and stuff and like they probably did probably didn't but they walked right back out and so it wasn't like a, a like a dangerous type of situation but it could have been dangerous so yeah chloe girl you need more better security at these events okay it's terrifying and considering that chloe, the way that chloe presents herself through the media and through like her music and stuff people can become predatorial so they could back up a little bit off homegirl anyways we move forward so <clears throat> What else is the tea? So, speaking of which, JT becomes a fashion girl, and she takes pictures with Normani and Alton Mason. Um, Alton Mason has some fat phobia allegations against him, I believe, because he was on that side of Twitter of, like, um, like shaming, like, you know, like the I don't want to say ED Twitter, but that side of Twitter that won't, that all wants to be models and want the model body and sample bodies. If you don't know what a sample body is, a sample body is the like the models, the rec, the skinny models that are rock walk the runway or the fits or like the pieces that's just made at first that is clearly for a skinny person. Those are sample sizes, and I feel like 
he yeah he used to be on that side of twitter and stuff like that if you didn't know yeah that's that's crazy but anyway normani looked phenomenal and she just dropped pictures today because i'm recording this episode may 1st actually happy may 1st to everyone slay it's it's i i i am loving it okay let's let it's may 1st y'all it's may 1st by the way and this month feels like peace love serenity quietness I just imagine a field of like flowers and we're all just laying in the flowers and stuff like that. Well, me specifically, but we can be all if you want it. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah. So JT becomes a fashion girl and people are like worried that like the city girls are going to like break up because, you know, Miami does her thing. She's like acting. She has her little talk show, this, that, and the third. And like, yeah. And while JT, she's being a fashion girl and she'll do a feature here and there, but we have not heard like a city girl song together, but they did drop a snippet. And there's like this one song on TikTok right now. Hold on. I never heard this till like last night, by the way. There was like another snippet too on their Instagram. I don't know if that's the same thing, but uh, it sounds pretty good. I like the I like how the chorus sounds. I like how they say piñata. Like it's so cute. You know, they're so they're so girly and feminine. You know, I love it. But like, uh, they already got the TikTok dance on go, so that's interesting. Um, one question though: Do you think TikTok is controlling the industry? More news on this on another episode. But anyways, Lotto versus Koi Loray. That's random as fuck. That is too random for me. Um, yeah, Lotto versus Koi Loray. Lotto released her song, put it on the floor, and within the song, she stated, blunt big as Koi Ray. And I don't know if she meant it as her blunt is the actual size of Koi Ray or that Koi Ray called herself Big Purr in the past. So she used an analogy. Or maybe, you know, people be like, the biggest or big, big, stu, big, su, big, bruh. You know what I mean? Like, let's say <laughs> I got a homegirl, Lisa, big list. You know what I mean? Big list. Okay. Like, maybe it was that type of situation. But, anyways. Coilerae went on a whole spew on Twitter and Lotto followed with addressing it on stage. So first, let's read what Coilerae had to say. I'm going to give my opinions at the end because, like, I'm going to just give my opinions at the end. Okay. Koi says, if you don't like me, support me, or fuck with me, don't mention me. Period. Bitches don't make sense. Or shit don't make sense. I don't know none of you bitches. In real life, stay in y'all lane and leave me out of y'all bullshit. I be minding my business and showing real love offline. I don't know... I'm gonna give my opinions later but then again here it is yeah Coyle Ray and Lotto met each other before and people may say well you did meet her before you do know her but maybe it's like a thing or you know Coy just got hired to cameo and you know she, she exchanged words with Lotto at the time and that was just that and that doesn't necessarily mean that she knows Lotto or she knows she, it's it's you know what I mean? Like, I don't know her like a friend to be mentioning me type of situation. But then again, it's like, girl, all she said was blunt, big as Coilerae. And to be honest, when you think of a blunt, big as Coilerae, you would think of something thick and stuff like that. And Coilerae has been getting thick lately. So I'm just like, what, 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 what are we doing? Anyways. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah. Oh, she. <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> I just. Somebody just sent in something. A little birdie just sent in something. <laughs> 
Um, Koi actually quoted Lotto uh, multiple times in 2021, like in like August and September. Um, Lotto tweeted, what y'all want to hear from me on this project? And Koi's quoted, trying to hear some pain music for show. Want to know more about you and what you've been through. Send the open. Okay. You don't know her, though. Moving on. I hate this Lotto hate train. This Lotto tweet tweeted. I hate this Lotto hate train. Um, I feel so misunderstood. Being I'm literally the least problematic person ever in real life. That's a lie. You know, Lotto, girl, you got a couple songs, but you are problematic. Don't, I don't want to bring it up. She said the T-slur before in like a diss. And then she, um, let's see, what else did she say? Oh, and it's, she had like this stylist that said like, she, she called the stylist having burnt coochie. Uh, ooh, that was overstimulation. But yeah, she had, she told her stylist that she had a burnt coochie and her stylist so happened to be dark skin. Anyways, Coilerae quoted, Coilerae quoted, they forget we human too. It's all good. Keep applying pressure. I'm team Lotto all day. And then um, Lotto tweet, Lotto quoted it at the time. I really love you, Koi. So fucking genius. And then Koi replied, I love you. This gets worse and worse. Like, what do you mean you don't know her? But anyways, all I got to say is how I think about the situation Oh, yeah. Lotto then followed after those, like, recent tweets about, you know, Blunt Biggest Coil Array. This is what Lotto said. Hey, Coy, by the way, I love your body, baby. So, like, what is going on? Me, personally, maybe this was, like, a plan for put it on the floor. Like, this was, like, a, like, a, um, the rollout scheme or, like, a, what is it called again when folks pull off the theatrics? Whatever it's called. Maybe it was that, just promo and stuff like that. They just did that just to do it. Because it seems like they are friends. They text behind the scenes. They probably know each other. They just want to cause beef for buzz. You know what I mean? Maybe Lotto learned something from um thou who not who shall not be named. <sighs> Y'all please. Nicki Minaj. Maybe she learned from Nicki Minaj that like maybe that was like promo and stuff like that. I don't know. But anyways, my true thoughts on the situation. If you get offended by my okay, but coy thing is she don't like people talking about her body. Okay, and there has been times people used to body shame her on like red carpets and stuff like that. But then again, blunt biggest coiler ray. And you're skinny. You're you are a petite, small girl and stuff like that. So some may assume that the blunt is small. But I'm just like, why are you getting so offended by like being called skinny and stuff like that? Like, is like being called skinny so bad? Like, and then I don't know, you guys. That's I don't. I'm a girl that doesn't really dibble dabble with the skinny folks. I mean, I'm skinny myself, but like when skinny people feel offended about being called skinny, it's bullshit right through, right through and out my ear. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it it's it doesn't make sense. You know, there's this thing that skinny people wants to be just as oppressed as um bigger people and stuff like that but like y'all are the beauty standard that's just like how white people will try to think that you know you're being prejudiced or racist when you stereotype them you know what i mean or you're like you know what i mean like it, it doesn't make sense just like you know there's no such thing as heterophobia but i do exist but like i don't like y'all it's not that deep. I don't believe that. I don't believe that line was that deep for her to go and do that. I don't think being called bit blunt big as so and so is that big of a deal to blow your top off. Even then, you blew your top off and then you had to backtrack. I believe. But anyways, I don't know. Did she backtrack? I don't think so. But uh, there was like this rumor that they fought backstage at something in the water, and that was a lie. But you know, me personally, I just ran with it and said that Lotto won the fight because I'm just that messer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, child, that happened. And, you know, what do you think about it? What are your thoughts about that? Do you think that, you know, Koi was right? Do you think that Lotto was right? Do you think both of them was wrong? I don't know. 
Speaking of which, let's move on. Bad Boys episode one and two. Now, I Zeus Network, I know people have their thoughts about Zeus Network and stuff like that. Like Zeus Network is like, you know, putting back the black community 10 years and stuff like that. But y'all was literally posting R.I.P. Jerry Springer the other day. And I'm not saying that I'm not I don't want to disrespect the dead, but I'm not necessarily I don't want to disrespect the dead. But the fact that he had plus size people on his show, that was that was dark skin, too, because speaking of Zeus Network, bad um, baddies of the West, Roly was on there, too. Roly has good music, by the way. But like you had bigger people on there, like then you had. Um, you you had LGBT plus black people on there, you know, and on there and embar- like clearly you're setting them up to be embarrassed. It's it's clearly there to be set up to be embarrassed and stuff like that. He, I don't want to say that, but I'm gonna say it anyway. He put the black community black uh, back a couple years too. I remember seeing my granddad sit on the watch and watching it, and it was entertaining entertaining to me too. You know what I mean? So it's like, y'all, let's be real here. You know, if we're going to say Zeus Network, this is so nonsense. Don't listen to me, but do listen to me because you tuned in. But, like, if we're going to call Zeus Network nonsense, don't be saying R.I.P. Jerry Springer. That's all I'm going to say to you. You're a blink at the end of the fucking day. Yes. Anyways. Yeah, Bad Boys, episode one and two. So the first episode, they have, like, Jonathan. Actually, let me look up the lineup. Yeah, they have Jonathan, they have Relly B, they have Rasby, they have uh, Orlando Bloom. Natalie went and bailed Orlando Bloom out of jail for this show. Um, interesting. Take that. Take that information information as you will. Um, and what else happened? Oh yeah, the one lineup. Yeah, they had Carry On. Anthony, um, who else? This guy named Prince, this guy named Mo City. Now, the thing about Mo City, so apparently Mo City JB, I believe, he's actually gay, 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 gay on the low, but, like, not necessarily gay on the low because, like, I don't know. Like, are you DL? I am just having a messy, this is a messy episode. I live. Actually, yeah, (laughs) this is a messy episode. I kind of live. Anyways, ooh, yeah, somebody added him on Twitter and was like, like, like in 2015, this tweet blew back up. Like, it's so crazy how tweets blow back up, like, if it's mess or whatever. But anyways, there's, like, pictures of him doing kissy faces. Not kissy faces aren't gay, but he's in the bed with this boy. That was, I, I, I suppose this boy was, oh, there's text messages. I don't know when I'm finally off. LMAO, huh? Hey, bae, LOL. Yay, yay. You're gay. Screenshot text. LMAO, I don't care. Heart, heart, heart. Um, you're so adorable. I miss you. You're gay. You like girls. I like boys at night. Oh, yeah. I like boys at night. That's something. I do too. But men. But I was about to say that, like, that's interesting. Like, that's crazy. That's that's suspicious because, like, he's on this show, and I mean. He, he presents himself, you know, all hard and strong and stuff like that. Not saying that gays can't be, but you could tell he's trying to put up a front that, you know, he's not, you know, gay or whatever. But let's see. Okay, so Mo City addressed all the rumors about him being gay, DL, whatever the case. And this is what he said. I ain't addressing nothing, bro. I ain't addressing shit else, bro. Shit, only, only people who got proof about me is bitches. I did so, the biggest eye roll. With that. Only, only... Only, man, I got a bad bitch out of the house waiting on me. I ain't even got to talk much. You know what I'm saying? Who y'all supposed to be? Y'all don't pay my motherfucking bill. Y'all don't be here when I'm down. Y'all didn't help me with my career. 
fuck I need to address anything to y'all for? Who y'all supposed to be? Because any one of y'all hoes on this hoe gonna fuck me or do whatever yeah, I want y'all yeah, to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is true. That is true. That is true, actually. Okay, yeah, he he ended the live right after. Light skinned niggas are so emotional. No shade. And I'm not being this done with that. But yeah, like, okay. That's like the same script every DL dude does. They always be like, oh, I got a bitch at home. I fuck bitches. Girl, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Because like that's crazy. Um, that's the thing about him. Look, I had got sidetracked, but yeah, he's on the he's on the show. Who else is on the show? Um, Big Lou, Aura. Uh, Kaya's um, and this chef named D. Now he is Santana's ex. Um, it's that one video of. <laughs> yes, I'm about to pull this video up. Of course I am. <laughs> Y'all be pulling videos up. That's funny. Yeah. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, daddy. Now I don't know if that's <laughs> that's him in the video, but that's a funny video. But I, I thought that was D in the video. I don't know if that's him, but yeah, girl, don't please. Y'all do not listen to me. Do listen to me. But anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so that was like episode one. Jonathan got into a fight with Anthony, and that's crazy because season one, um, they were friends. They were best buddies. They did like business together, I believe. I probably they you probably seen them posted up on like social media and stuff like that. But they're beefing now. Um, you're gonna have to watch the show to know what happened. But then again, it's this network, so I'm gonna tell you now. Actually, this actually takes place in Houston. Um, that's cray cray. But like, yeah. Um, apparently. You if you if you watch Bad Boys, you know, but in season one, Jonathan got in a fight with this dude named Rio and Rio had like red twists in his hair. I don't know. You're going to know why I said that later. This is important information for later. And they got into a fight. He threw a chair at that little boy. He 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 duped that little boy up and he snatched all of his twists out his hair. He snatched all of the well, not all of it, but a couple of them. He pulled out a chunk of his hair, to be quite honest. And that's a shitty feeling to have a lot of chunk of your hair out of, out of your head. But and then, as you may know, Jonathan is a hairstylist. Jonathan tucked that stuff under his like or he put it inside a wig and or put it under a, 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 a hat and wore it as like a trophy. That's crazy. But, you know, Jonathan from Dallas, he don't play, okay? I remember when Jonathan first came on the season, Jonathan was eating because a lot of those a lot of those strange characters on season one was aggravating me, and I was happy Jonathan did what he had to do. He brought Dallas to them. But anyways, and then episode two, ha oh, yeah, that's not the end of episode one. Jonathan then got on, like, a truck or in the bus and stuff like that and kind of ran over a couple of people in the process. Not, well, not ran over a couple of people, but the, but the intention was to roll over some people. That's... That's that's something. But episode two, what happened in episode two? They started looking for rooms and stuff like that. And there was this moment where D, this is this is my one opinion on the episode. I don't want to spoil the whole episode, but D was looking for his room. Oh, because you know you walk inside the house and you try to look for all the rooms and stuff like that. I don't know why y'all sit and mingle and talk to each other. And once y'all get into the house, instead of going upstairs and find you your room, but uh, Jonathan was on it. He went and found a cute little room and stuff like that. And D was trying to come into the room too, but I'm just like, girl, D, you're not gonna fight Jonathan for this room. D just just let Jonathan kick him out the room. Like, girl, they probably friends and all, but like Jonathan was like, I, I don't know, play hidden, but he was hitting on him and stuff like that. But at least you should have fought for the room. But then again, that was like the first room. So like, have you not tried to find other rooms? He ended up finding one room with two twin size beds, and here come Orlando Bloom and Raz B helping him push the two beds together. That's sad. You're a chef. You make money. Why are you sleeping on twin size and putting them together? Enough about that. 
But my fave character so far, um, he look, all of these characters are problematic. But Relly B, I do like like Relly B. When I see Relly B, he's like the way he stands in each frame, what he does in each frame when he's on the character, it's too funny. It's just total mood. That's literally me. I don't have another favorite character. <laughs> A little trashy. But moving forward, Batty South is going to have their reunion. And in the little trailer, you can see Tommy and Kat get into it. And Kat is from Bad Girls Club. And they're like, Bad Girls Club, Tommy. I mean, Bad Girls Club, Kat coming back out. Because the the whole series throughout, not the whole series, the whole season that Kat was on there, she didn't really do much for me. Like It seemed like that she was following around different girls. And she didn't show her true personality until like the the, the very end. But... What else? Until, like, the very end, like, quite literally. But um, who's hosting it? Stevie J is ho- hosting that reunion. And um, who else? And then the regular girl that's usually on Zeus hosting the reunion, too. So, like, that's interesting. That's crazy. Why is Stevie J doing it? Like, well, that's the most randomest thing, Stevie J. But anyways, moving forward to, you know, actual respect- respectable television and film. Um, the first audio footage of Wicked with... Cynthia Arrivo and Ariana Grande and Sandra O oh leaks or the, the leaks of the audio leaked and stuff like that. Not the leaks of the audio leaked, but the audio of them singing leaked. Um, but it's it been taken down. I was going to sh- y'all. I literally was going to bring it up. Y'all know me. I'd I be bringing shit up. I'd be, I be having shit on the Jumbotron. But they it got copyrighted as soon as I even sat down in this room. But there was like pictures of Sandra O oh on set and Ariana Grande is playing Glinda, the good witch. And Cynthia Rivo is playing the bad witch. That's pretty cool. I love Cynthia's voice. Cynthia is a vocal acrobat. She is insane. She is a black woman, and she she played um a fairy and um she played a magical fairy and Disney like a Disney reboot or re- reimagine of uh, dang what's that show called? What's that movie called with the wooden boy? And every time he would lie. The, Pinocchio. Yeah. So Pinocchio, this and the third. So yeah, Pinocchio, she was um she was a magical blue fairy. Blue is my favorite color, by the way. That was beautiful. The effects was beautiful. She was a fairy in Pinocchio, like the reimagining, the reboot of Pinocchio. So that was beautiful to see. And um Ariana Grande, all the pictures that has been put on, you know, put on social media and stuff, so beautiful. There was this moment people was like, why is everything so dark and stuff like that? I think I talked about that on my last episode. They said the same thing about The Little Mermaid, but everybody complains about it all being so dark. But if you watch the play or the Broadway production, you would see that it usually is a pretty, pretty dark stuff. But the director, he he had to clap back. He had to clap the freak back because he was like, no, no, no. Y'all not going to call my show, call my movie too dark. Y'all not going to criticize it like this. And he ended up uploading pictures of of a lighter set or like photos surfaced of like the, the set being lighter, which was Ariana Grande and Sandra Oh and stuff like that. And then we get to see a little overhead of the whole like set. That was crazy. There's like a video of them waving at the, at the, like at a drone recording the set. That's crazy. Anyways, um, moving forward with meal, with film and movies and stuff. Rihanna is to voice Smurfette in the next Smurfs movie, even though they already have like a couple of Smurfs movie, I suppose, but, like, this is cool because Rihanna, she just had her baby and she's pregnant again, so maybe she's just doing this for the kids, slay. Not maybe, she is doing it for the kids. I would do the same thing. If my kids was coming up, I wouldn't want to do a kid's movie for them to watch. Like, yeah, yeah, yo mama was in, like, this movie, this down the third, this iconic movie. But anyways, uh, she will also record brand new original music for the film, not for an album, 
but for the film. And I appreciate that too because that that that's nice. Because if you remember the troll soundtrack, there's this one song. Um, the troll soundtrack apparently is is good already, but like I think there's others. Yeah, Ariana was on. Yeah. They don't know, they don't know, they don't know, they don't know about us, what we do. I love that freaking song, and I'm going to listen to that when I get off here. But, yeah, original music for the film um, dropped and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, Slay, good for you, Rihanna. Do your big one, Riri. We all going to watch it. <laughs> We're all going to buy it. <laughs> Maybe we can go to the studio and drop some beats. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. But we move forward to a more darker subject. I'm not even going to do soundtracks for this. Now, y'all know me. I get into some fun stuff. I get into some cool stuff. And I also get into some messy, nasty stuff. Um, Drake. Now, you know Drake. You listened to Drake before. Drake from Degrassi. Drake, thank me thank me now. Whatever. Thank me later. Um, Whatever. Yeah. So there's this allegation. There's many allegations against Drake, um, his pedophilia. He dated Georgia Smith when she was like 19. Um, Millie Bobby Brown and Drake was texting each other, saying they miss each other. She had to clarify that nothing that, nothing weird was going on. But, like, this is, like, all the stuff she has said. This, this is, like, the evidence. Child. Hold on. This is what Millie Bobby Brown Now you're probably like, okay, maybe he he's giving advice and he's he's over her because like, okay, some may say that you know he he's he was a young actor. He's actually an ex act to be to be um to be specific, but like, what do I say? Yeah, to be specific and everything. Hmm. Let's do a pause. Some may some may ooh, some may say that like maybe this is just because like you know he's he he was a young actor at a young age and he wanted to make sure that nothing wrong happens to her in the industry. But we move forward. This is all the other stuff she had to say. Ooh. Yeah, you probably lay life lessons. It gets it, yeah. See, that's too ominous for me, but we move forward. Um, he met Lil CC through his love for girls' high school ba basketball. If you don't know Lil CC, Lil CC is oh, she's a, I don't know who she is. I, I I suppose she's a basketball player and stuff like that. And she's a young girl though. Um, if this is what branches off into that, I believe CC was seventeen when she met him. And this this is what happened. This is what this headline says. I don't know if this is about Lil CC, but this is an interaction between someone and him, like a girl and him. When she replies that she's 17, he cracks up. I can't go to, he then quotes, and I quote, Drake says, I can't go to jail yet, man. Why do you look like that? Why do you look like that? Who says that? Who, what? What? Drake, what are we doing? Drake. Anyways, girl. Um, Haley Baldwin Dash Bieber talks about them being great friends. Um, she talks about this when she was 19. Billie Eilish defends Drake for texting her despite being 15. She says, everyone's sensitive. Uh, Drake got more allegations than that, I believe. But, yeah, that's the tea with that. I mean, hey, what do you think? Do you think that's true? Do you think Drake is actually out here doing uh, just being weird? 
or whatever? Is he being a groomer? Or do you think that there's other reasons? Me personally, Drake is a little weird. Drake always been weird to me, though. It's near shade. All shade, actually. Um, but anyways, moving forward, Tiffany Haddish is embarrassing. Now, this is what I was. I, I, I had this in my notes. This is like the first thing. This is like one of the first things that's, that was in my notes and stuff like that. But. Oh, child. Tiffany Haddish is embarrassing. Law wrote said he would tell Tiffany Haddish when brands were lowballing her based on deals, lowballing her based on deals they did with other clients of his and how to go back to the table and get more. And she would go back to those brands and say, and I quote, Law wrote said y'all lowballing me. Who does that? When somebody tells you some information about somebody else, you don't go back and say, though so-and-so said, you too messy. You too old to be this messy, Tiffany. Tiff, Tiff, weird, weird. But then, years ago, Tiffany had his mocked Rihanna's abuse on YouTube. If you haven't seen that, um, I don't know if it's still up there. I remember what, I remember seeing it as a child because YouTube had it, all the crazy shit on there. And Tiffany Haddish was like a big YouTube person, YouTube personality at the time. She used to do some crazy questionable stuff. There's also, um, she also like sexually exploited these children for YouTube. Um, now I never seen that video. I only seen like the Rihanna abuse video, but yeah, but um, Tiffany also has an allegation against her for sexually harassing a minor. She tried to stand up for Jonathan Majors like a bird. Um, she posted a headline of Jonathan Majors' victim being at the club as if the victim was not harmed. Um, uh, Tiny did the same thing. I, I, I read that, too. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Marlon Wayans even called her unprofessional and immature on live television. Here's proof. Okay. okay. It wasn't a good look. Audition for so many of your movies. Did your friends, your family, why do I never get cast? Here's the thing. You even made a role. Said Tiffany had his type. Audition for myself. That was funny. Play me. You wasn't right for your for the part. Like, what else is he supposed to say? Here's what happened. Here's what happens. Like, you was always me and my family always say you're funny. You know, as producers, you know, you you hire people and you cast people. You were always funny, but you was just so you was always on ten. Like, yeah. and you was just you sometimes you just be like inappropriate. It's like a love yeah. scene, and you want to sit on the actor's lap and fart. And it's like, no, yeah. it's not for this scene. So it was just you maturation hit you. It's like mm, the sound went out. But I feel like that's enough. Uh, hold on. I'm ready for, I've been preparing 30 years for what's happening to me now. And it, it all happens to you at a certain time with maturity and that stardom wow. hits you. Like, never nothing personal. We love you. Always thought you was He straight up called her, in, professionally, he straight up called her immature on live television to her face that she tried to dish out. Ugh, that girl is embarrassing, like I said. But anyways... Um, she also was out and about liking Andrew Tate's post. Um, I think she won't. I feel like when artists or like actors or celebrities in general, when they're in like this hot seat where they feel like they're being canceled or they feel like they're being labeled as problematic, they prob they try to play into that and make them out to be, you know, I'm the bad guy or, you know, I'm problematic. So let me do something problematic. They try to make that their brand. And that only, that only works when you're, absolutely in the right you know what i mean when you're not in the wrong absolutely not in the wrong that's only works for that when people know that you're not the bad guy but like it's clear evidence here i mean let's ask the audience that you're you're weird you're weird tiffany 
Anyways, she also groped Vic Mensa. So that that's that case, girl. That girl is weird. If you ever think about going into the film industry or whatever the fuck, stay away from Tiffany Haddish. Anyways, Bel Air. So Bel Air has came to an end of their season. They have been renewed for season three. Um, I love Bel Air. Bel Air, I love Coco Jones' character, Hillary, because this is all just a, just a reboot of French Prince of Bel Air. But I love um, Jabari Bangs. I love um, the dude that plays Carlton, the guy that plays Jazz. He is so, so beautiful. Um, the whole cast is beautiful as a whole. Um, and I, and I do, and I love, um, the girl that plays Ashley. She is the same girl that played young Monica Rambeau in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Captain Marvel. So love that. Give my tens where tens are due. The season comes to an end. Um, if you have not seen it, this is a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. One more time, if you have not seen it, I'm about to spoil. Okay, I feel like you're ready to be spoiled. But um, Ashley catches Carlton doing coke or, or uh, you know, actually, let's actually back up a little bit. Because in season one, I thought that he was like crushing up like Adderall or Xanax and stuff like that. No, this nigga is doing straight up coke. There's like this, there's like this fan art somewhere. I posted it before. It was too funny. It's like the act, like the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It was like a cartoon art. Um, it was like a Fresh Prince of Bel Air Carlton and the Bel Air Carlton. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air Carlton walks in on Carlton doing coke. Is that Coke Carlton? It's too funny. That is Carlton. Is that Coke? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so that's interesting and stuff like that um not that's interesting um yeah ashley catches her older brother doing coke and he manhandles her to not say anything and he ends up having a panic attack on stage of giving his speech or whatever um i think um will knows that he does it um his parents end up finding out that he does it um, yeah, uh, my favorite character personally of Fresh Prince would have to be, um, Hillary. I, I think Hillary is probably my favorite character, not for obvious reasons, but, um, I think Will is also a favorite. I'd be 10 toes behind Will. Hey, Will can do no wrong in my eyes, even though he has done wrong before. I still, no wrongs in my eyes because I love Jabari Banks. Jabari Banks liked, um, uh, my TikTok repost. Now it was a repost, but he liked like a, liked he didn't even like the repost. He liked the post. He liked the specific repost. So that's my man, y'all. I don't know what to tell you. Give it up for me. Me and Jamari Banks, 2025. Married couple. Who would have thunk? Me. But, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, and that's funsy. So, you know, those are, like, my favorite characters. So, yeah, my favorite character would have to be Hillary and Will. And I love Ashley, too. But, like, there was this storyline that Ashley was like she she liked girls and stuff like that she was queer she came out to her sister as queer um and like they didn't play that they didn't do too much for the story on season two and i guess it's because bel-air is their main audience is the black audience and you know how black audience is when it comes to lgbtq plus um people they act crazy they be like why are you pushing the agenda why is it always about gay 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 what what happened with will and stuff like that if they gave one if i feel like they gave more information about her exploring her sexuality in season two they would complain a lot now i'm not saying they shouldn't have because i need that i, I need to see that that's fun like i i 
I, I would love to see a little girl grow up and find out her sexuality. They don't talk about that in television. It's always heterosexualness sexuality. Hetero, heterosexuality is never heterosexualness sexuality. <laughs> Give it up for me stuttering. <laughs> no. But, like, yeah, like, we never get these stories. We barely get these LGBTQ plus stories and, like, yeah, I feel like they didn't do too much on that because they didn't want to hear no complaints. But that's kind of, that was like one seasonal flaw. I feel like that was like the season flaw, the show flaw. They don't talk too much about Ashley because then they then we find out on the last episode like the girl that kind of snitched on her for having a book or being the teacher's favorite that we all thought was racist actually is gay or supports gay people or they she had a she had that new age um pride flag on like a pendant you know that new age one where it's like rainbows and then it's black people then it's and then it is the, the transgender flag um yeah yeah so you know that's they didn't do too much for that story and i didn't like that um as far as will it seems like he had an app and a happy ending um yeah now as far as like the dad uncle phil his storyline peaked with the girl um uh, with the mistress and it peaked with uh it actually ended off on a high note actually uncle phil is going through some shit anyways yeah who else carlton storyline will storyline yeah will storyline i think he had a ha- happy ending i suppose him and ashley are not ashley but him and um um him and that one girl that he had a crush on and he that he that they were feeling each other in season one end up coming back together. And I wasn't feeling homegirl for a second. But I mean, if that makes Will happy, then, hey, like I said, I send 10 toes behind him. That's my man. But, um, yeah. And that wraps up episode two of The Constellations. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. I love this. Um, we're going to have special guests soon. We're definitely going to have a couple of special guests soon. Um, and... You know, I have fun. This was like, I felt, I feel more comfortable about this episode, you guys. Let me open up a bit. I'm going to give you some reality. I'm going to give you some intimacy right now, my fellow listeners. Um, the first episode, I was stuttering so much. I had to cut out a whole bunch of stuttering. I was nervous. I was shaky. I don't know why. I was just in front of a mic in a room by myself. I don't know why I was going through all of that. I had to take my time and take a couple of breaths. So before I even got here, I was doing... And taking deep breaths in and out and just doing what I got to do. So like, and just, just came in here and I came in here and I rocked it. I didn't stutter too much. I did. I got right to my points. I did what I was supposed to do. I did exactly like y'all. I'm, I'm happy for myself. Give it up for me. I'm growing. Give it up for growth. You see that right there? That's growth. But yeah, um, that wraps up episode two thank you so much and yeah talk to you guys later ah hold up bring the beat back